What's up, everyone? Episode 88 of We're the Pilsner l- Podcast. Lead right in. Yeah. With the terrible things that one of our favorite bands, all three of our, would probably rank this as one of our favorite bands, right? Top 10. Right. Yes. <clears throat> top one for Adam. Top yes. three for me, probably. Um, they did two awful Pilsner things. Pilsner Podcast, this Tim, Adam, oh. Corey. What's up? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Awesome interaction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sold. Let's listen to this for a second. Okay, Matt rocks on it. He'll suck live. Yeah, but this song right I'll now. I'll find out on Matt September seventh. You buy tickets? Tickets go on sale tomorrow. Oh, okay. Let me know what they are. The general admission one is. I. I think that'd be fun to go as like a guy's trip because you bring your kids too, but they got they'll have sports betting in Iowa. And they oh, play in Iowa September seventh. Yeah. We could do we could place NFL bets during yeah. the day. Yeah. Is it a Friday or a Saturday? I haven't even looked. I know that the it's a weekend though. It's not a Sunday. It's Joe's favorite band. It's uh it's like a week away from his birthday, so we just figured that's how it was easy for me to tell my wife when I said, I think we're gonna go and she's like, When is it? September seventh. Okay, because she knows my birthday's the ninth. Yep. <laughs> it's an easy one for me to get permission to go to. Yep. Birthday. And I said, you can come with, too. Kind of bummed like, that Little Wayne's not going to be there. Um, He's not doing, like, the redneck Midwest states. He's not doing North Dakota and Iowa. So disappointed. <laughs> that actually, I would I would want, I'm, we're paying for the ticket and the tour. I want to see him. I mean, I'd be more interested in Little Wayne and Blink-182 than... Pitbull and whoever he's performing with at well, that's the thing. Twin City City Jam. When you yes, go to true. these like weird headlining tours where you have two quote-unquote headliners, yeah, this is the only time I would go to a Lil Wayne show. So think, you're a little disappointed that he's not coming. I think it's an indication that in this day and age, genre doesn't matter. Yes. There's so much crossover. You know, from whether it be from country to pop, from you know rap to pop to you know. Well, then it also gets you to experience. You know, okay, I don't just say in a person that doesn't listen to pop punk or doesn't listen to rap. You go to this show and you get to experience, right? And you get to hear something different. I think it'll be heavily like I think Lil Wayne was. He's lost his, you know, his like coolness. So I think it'll be mostly Blink fans there. So he'll be playing a heavier, like guitar-driven set, playing to his crowd, like when Katy Perry did Warp Tour when she Which was rap, first coming rapping out. to rock guitars. That's like straight out of night or two thousand and two. I just think he'll have a heavier set than normal. Right. He'll he'll be a little bit more upbeat than his normal. <laughs> like so, that's my little Wayne impression. Think, yeah. <laughs> so what do you think? What do you think <laughs> of that song, Adam? Um, I don't hate it. It, I do. Um, I'm. I like Matt's voice in it. That's what really. Well, I mean, gets you know me he can into sing. it. Like, sorry, you've heard Alkaline Trio. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know he's great. Yeah. But he really shines in this song, and that's the only thing that shines in this song because it's like the mix, the overproduction, the no guitar. It's, it's Imagine like, Dragons. Oh, it Ish. is. It's. it's Imagine Dre 182. It's, yeah, exactly. There's no guitars in this song. <clears throat> right. And Mark Hoppus came out and said this is like basically leading up, like this seems like a direct follow-up to Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Mm. No, he said that <laughs> yeah, during <laughs> the recording or something. He gave some interview and said that. And then the single came out. And they're like, oh, what? So <laughs> if I would have not 
like I went to I knew it was coming out, so I went to specifically look for it and play it yesterday. Yes. And if I would have just heard that song come on the radio, I literally we joke about Imagine Dragons, but I don't yes. know if I would have known it was Blink. I would have thought it was Imagine Dragons or somebody like that. Featuring Mark Hoppus. Right. Because that voice is distinguishable. Marks? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think so. Yes. So I don't understand why there's no guitars in a Blink-182 song. Right. I'm going to be extremely disappointed if the entire album is that way. Same. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, and I people will say, were happy with California. There was a guitar, you know, heavy guitars on that one, and people were satisfied with that. Their fans were, at least. Maybe it just didn't sell well, and they're looking for radio plays. And I'm out of the norm, whereas I think California is, I'm not going to say their best album, but I liked California way more than a lot of people did. Mm-hmm. I didn't love it, but it's better than Neighborhoods. I, lo- I thought That's- that Los Angeles was one of their better songs in the last 10 years, for sure. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're a little different. I, yeah. yeah. But, but I looked at it as this is a nice way for I, – I looked at that whole album as that this is a nice way for them to evolve, but keeping some of the original Blink stuff. Yes. It was a little more modern, you know, a little more this era of music. And now I look at it as, well, yeah, that was the transition into what this album is seeming like it's going to be. Seems like right. they went out of their way – on California because it's the first one without Tom DeLonge so they had like they went out of their way to make like dick and fart jokes songs like Bohemian Rhapsody and Built This Pool and they like overdid it like guys we're still funny we're still immature we're still you know they went a little too hard on it like it seemed forced yeah yeah. and it was like also welcome to the guy yeah so I will say that I don't actually hate this you I, like it? It's, it's not terrible. I don't like it. I will like say it, but, that, oh. blame it on my youth, now that I've heard it half a dozen times. <laughs> on your son's stereo or phone or something? No, I listened to it twice yesterday. I think I heard it once this morning. That was literally the second time I'd heard it. And then now you played it now, so five say five times. I don't hate it now as much as I did the first time I heard it. Let's just say like that it's slightly yeah, growing it on me. Kind of grows on you, yes. But I will say I like the if they did that exact same song, took out the synthesizer and did it with a guitar, I would probably love it. I like oh, the for sure, yes. I like the lyrics. I like the the vocals. Um, I mean, I think part of the reason that you connect to the band is because it's one of the bands that. We were literally like 22, 23 years old when they were saying, nobody likes you when you're 23. (laughs) (laughs) So we've grown with them. And now they're singing, blame it on my youth. And it's like, I can connect to these lyrics as a 40-year-old guy that's the same age, a little bit younger than them guys, but. I'm the same age as them. Well, Mark is a little older, but the other two are. Right. I mean, so we're essentially within five years. Yes. So if that song was with just slamming Travis Barker on drums and. Some heavy guitar, it'd probably be a fantastic it'd song. be a banger. But yeah. the overproduction of it ruined it for me. Yes. And then they're in yes. that song, they're talking about their punk rock roots, which just dry, it just drove me nuts. Right. You uh-huh. can't make that song and talk about how you grew up on punk rock. Right. Because right. Rancid is still good. They haven't changed. <laughs> Newfound Glory hasn't changed. They've been yes. pop punk the entire time. Yes. And, and look at Green Day. Well, Every, everyone says, oh, you got to evolve. Well, you can to a point. 
and not lose your I identity. Revolution Radio wasn't very good. <clears throat> really? I thought I it was thought great. It was, yeah. It was better than Uno Dos Trace. It was, but I... No, but it was there's good. still some bangers on it Uno's. Didn't blow me Uno, away. Ugh, yeah. Can't talk. The three. Yeah. yeah. There's some bangers on all of them, and they never lost their identity. And there's they're gonna go down. Everyone's gonna know. Oh, I mean, what yeah, they're Green gonna go down as iconic. Look at Foo Fighters too. Look how long they've been playing music. They never lost their identity. They yeah, evolved had- a little bit. Wasting Light was, I think, trash. But uh, other my, than that, it was a close okay. circuit to my wife. Career. Earmuffs. Uh, <laughs> Foo Fighters have had some garbage songs, though, too. And they were on Wasting Light, I think. Yeah. I hated that record. Give me some rope. I'm like, what the fuck? So along <laughs> the way of a long music career, you are going to have gonna, some I mean, stinkers. Yeah, you're going to have a 30-year music career. You're going to have some bad but, songs. But mentioning all those bands that we just said, they never really truly lost their identity. Right. Where, you know, this song of Blinks, it's almost on that verge same thing as uh, the last. But they, their rest of their album maybe are are going to be. Yeah, I hope this is the last the Lincoln one Park. Yeah, song or album was like that too. It was like a completely different animal for them. That's right. I heard about that. I don't follow them. I don't really like them. But I did hear that their fans, their true fans, before he passed away, were pissed. The only okay. reason I knew it was because I'd heard that song on the radio a million times, and then after he died, somebody was like, "Well, and listen to the song," and I'm like. I just hate that there's diehard Linkin Park fans that are like, this is my band, this is for me. I'm like, they're the fucking pew, 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 Transformers band. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you can't like complain about them losing their edge and they're cool, and they're right. the Shia LaBeouf band. <laughs> it's true. Face myself. I mean, and that's true. What What if this whole... Yeah. What if this whole like Blink was the American Pie band? That's the perfect franchise to tag them on. That's why you sure. can, yeah. Yes. But what if this whole blame it on my youth like first single is is a joke? Like and and <laughs> the rest of us aren't even in on it. And the actual album comes out and there's like a remake of that song that is banging shredder guitars and the whole album is not yeah. anything like this. You never I know. could see that coming from them as well be good uh be a cool move to do i want to find you guys talk amongst yourselves i I need to find this tweet that was making the rounds this morning and i mean then we got to talk about angels and airwaves they released rebel girl like a week ago right this is probably a a rushed response do you think this is like a rushed response let's quick push this thing out yeah because tom got his out yeah. And and I listened to Rebel Girl, and the first time I listened, I'm like, that's that's I like that song. So is there disdain between them guys? No, that I think that's all made up. Because yesterday, uh, Mark, I don't know what social media deal he posted it on, but he was listening to Rebel Girl, and Tom on Instagram did a video, and he shouted out to the new Blink song. So I really don't think there's that true they're all mad at each other. But is there rumor that there is? Like is there Well yeah, there's there's that's been since holy crap a long time. Two thousand five, six that started when they went on hiatus. <clears throat> and then after they did That there's bad blood between uh, Mark and the other yeah. guys. I remember Tom, when they broke up. Between Tom and then the other two. Tom and Mark. Oh, just between them two specifically. That's that's the rumor. Yeah, but I don't believe too. it. 
When they broke up, I remember that day on Fuse. Fuse used to be real cool, and that's mm-hmm. the type of music they would play. Mm-hmm. And they had a daily talk show that was a half hour long that would just cover alternative music news. And I remember the guy and girl anchors were just like, oh, pff, whatever, they'll be back. They're too big to not be back. They were just like, <laughs> whatever, it's fine, take a few years off. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't hitting the panic button. No, they were like, I mean, yeah, it's really, it sucks, but whatever. And then they came back in 09 at the Grammys. And I think it took till what, 2011 till Neighborhoods came out then? Yes. yes. Oh my God, that was a wait. Yes. And I think that the music is coming out faster now. There must be something about scheduling, like with Tom was just mm-hmm. a fucking nightmare. Well, Tom they did, had... They recorded it in different studios. Yes, for neighborhoods. Yep. That's that's why you're getting the rumors of bad blood. It's like, because they can't even record in the same studio. Yep. Well, Tom had a full schedule. I mean, he was doing all these other things too, which we all know, you know, with the aliens and Although, God knows what else. On that tour, <clears throat> on the neighborhoods tour, he wore the same Angels and Airwaves shirt every right. night. Yep. So you kind of think that's like a fuck you to, like, this is where my... <laughs> hey, can you wear our shirt at least? <laughs> I don't mind that because I think you're a tool if you wear your own band's t-shirt while you're on stage. Oh my God, but the True. big the big dogs always do it like from the 80s. You like, always oh, see yeah, you like Vince a Brett Neal. Michaels concert yes, and he's, he's wearing, wearing a Brett a... Michaels t-shirt. <laughs> Vince Neal's wearing Motley Crue right. shirts. Like they're all doing it. I couldn't True. like... Gotta promote yourself. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes you're like... <laughs> he's so messed up that he just needed a new shirt, so he grabbed him from the merch bin. Or is that actually his shirt? Right. <laughs> like, was that his choice? Right. So let me read you this tweet that uh, was written by a guy by the name of Reed Harvey, who has a show. Um, because it's the Reed Harvey show. Never heard of him. <laughs> um, but anyway, he wrote this in like note form. Oh, is this the and, one that Mark replied to? And then Mark yes. replied to it. So this says, bro, or he tweeted that at Mark Hoppus, please read. And then it says, bro, I love you, man. Blink changed my life. If it wasn't for you guys, I would never have been a musician. You guys are the Beatles of pop punk. That said, take these words to heart. Lose the overproduction. Record like a garage band would. I'm talking gritty pre-computer days. I'm talking an overdriven guitar amp with a tube screamer on it. I'm talking strip down rock. Let Matt sing low like I'll try. He's not our real blink dad. Never will be, but he's good and he's punk. Nothing that's trying to be the old blink. Uh, become inspired by your old favorite bands. Uh, Bad RG and The Cure. We love you because we were different. Because you were different than the crap on the radio. Now you want to sound like the crap on the radio. Heck, have Fatty Mike produce you or join Fat. <laughs> Please, no overproduction, no keyboards, no synths, no replacing TD, no na 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 in every song. At least for Blink Man, you guys are the best. Love Reed. And Mark Hoppus replied, went to the same like note format on his phone yeah. and just wrote no <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay the first thing that stuck out as me is on this song listen to the chorus this is gonna take me a second to pull up just bear with me Oh, you, you can never find my shine. Oh, you must 
Okay, I think it's the almost exact same pattern as this song from 2005. Holy shit! Whoa! Except this one's better. Oh, who is this? <laughs> this is We the Kings. Do you remember them? I think How so. long until that hits the airwaves about being a scandal? No, wow. I mean, that shit happens all the time. Yeah. But yeah. that's the first thing I thought of was I'm like, this is a weaker version of that song. <clears throat> so what did your 14-year-old son think of the song? Best ever, right? Nope. Really? Doesn't like it. Doesn't like it. Joe doesn't either. So, okay, there is two Fall Out Boy albums that I love, and then they got famous and they completely changed everything. Yes. And I, I hate Fall Out Boy now. And I wouldn't even buy a ticket to a show based on those two albums because I'm like, well, they've also since put out like six records. So I'm only going to hear like four songs that What's I like. What's the last good one that you liked? Um, the one with um, Sugar We're Going Down. Under the Cork Tree. That was yeah. That, that was Got l- it. Okay. And yep. the one before yep. that, Take This to Your Grave. Yeah. Yep. Love Take This to Your Grave. That's my favorite one. But then everything after that was like. They got more poppy. Well. They they did what any of us would have done in that position. I think us three uh, guys will give you millions of dollars if you just make a radio friendly <laughs> record. Okay, right. No problem. Yes, yes I will. Yeah, I, I have no problem but, selling. But there's out. a difference doing that at that stage in your career and Blink doing it 25 years in. Yes, it's also true because Blink will always sell their core, so they'll be number one on release day. Mm. They'll move their what 60,000 units, and they will always be able to tour or at least arenas, not stadiums, but they'll be at the XL mm-hmm. in the Target Center. Yes, and yeah, there, there's also markets like. You know, they haven't played the Mankatos yet. Those also Not have 5,000-seat arenas. Like, <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> I'm just saying that they won't reach state fair band level for a while. Yes. But you know what's weird? It's like if they're thinking they're going to, like, get this young market of 20-somethings. <clears throat> so they got to be young gravy. My, my daughter is young He dropped a new single this week. And yeah. they love... The early two thousands music. Yeah, everybody does. It's so weird. So that it's why so are you popular. going to a radio as Blink? Why are you going to this where that age group really doesn't like their music on the radio? They're I, listening to the early two thousands. I've thought about this. I don't think that there is enough research that shows that because that music is so freaking popular and everyone you talk to talks about like how they're like i miss the like my chemical romance days yes. motion city soundtrack days and saves the day and all that and that's what they listen to and they stream but is there a way to tell like the record companies like how old the people are that are streaming because it's still the 20 somethings that were listening to it but now you have people like me that grew up with it mm-hmm. we're 30 we're 35 you know mm-hmm. it's like that music was never on the radio ever right i think if you did like radio stations need to start doing like a like a once a week alternative show and you mm-hmm. know just expand like let's change the pop format a little bit yes yes but then again nobody's kids aren't listening to the radio true no <laughs> cuz they have the shag on KKCK the Sunday night shag you remember that that's yeah. still a thing but i mean my kids don't listen to the radio. I mean, if they listen to music, it's off their phones, or it's hell. They do it off their 
You know, they just go to YouTube on their TV and yes, yep, let music play. That's my MTV now. Right. Right. Interesting. We yeah we any song you want to hear, it's like ninety nine percent of the time it's you can find it on YouTube yep. and you're like, I didn't know they even made a video for this song, <laughs> and you watch it. And if they didn't, you find somebody that did. Like it. Yeah, it's usually it's just like there's like, a slideshow of like. Yes. Yep. That's usually yes. what it is. It's like a picture of the band that I like. Yep. And that's it for the entire time. And it's true because just I liked a song from this band, Take Cover. So I put it on YouTube with their album cover. And that's my most viewed video. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, my one of my probably my favorite song of Blink is Not Now. There's not an official video to it. So when I'm on YouTube, I'm just watching like a slideshow mm-hmm. of it. Is that a B-side? <clears throat> it was an extra. Take off um, your pants and jacket? Yes. Yes. I think I have that seven inch. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Love that song. Good. <laughs> uh, 45, as the old people would call it. So, <laughs> and you, you started playing the Little Wayne thing. Yeah. Yes. What was your initial it's, thought of that? It's a I tour it promotion a video. <laughs> it is. It was just to hype the video, the tour. Yeah. So I wasn't like, I can't believe. No, they're not trying to release it. It's right. just, guys, we're doing a tour. Let's get some attention on the tour so people know it's a thing. I you think, know what I think they should have done? They should have reversed it. They I was just going to say that. Yeah. They should have done the normal verses and then have Lil Wayne come in and just do the the actual chorus. But like, do it in his his style. Yeah. The thing that turned me off on it the most was the the change up that Mark did on the chorus when he sang it. Uh huh. That was what turned me off. And the audio on that portion of it, it yes. sounded weird. <laughs> that was weird. Try to find it again. Yes. Oh, weird. I had it on YouTube, but I don't know if it was like echoey, but it didn't match the. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the vocals weren't overlaid the music properly. They didn't spend a lot of time. No, uh, it says it was uploaded and produced by One Take Jake. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's Little Wayne's studio name. He's like a skateboarder though, like Lil Wayne is. So it makes sense that he's probably into this kind of music. Right. God, I mean, he started it with so one cool. of the better guitar riffs ever. Yes. Um, take off your er, the Tom Mark and Travis show. That is such a good live album, but they're like, okay, this song is really hard to play, so if you could please not pay attention to us for the next two and a half minutes, and then they start <laughs> What's My Age again. Oh. <laughs> That's great. I mean, this sounds like karaoke during the chorus. Yes. Really? It sounded like when I saw him live. Little Wayne is good. Maybe I should become a Little Wayne fan. That's the thing, though. His music itself that he's released, not a fan. But when he does this, I can get into this just for one song right. as a funny promotional video. Have you seen the Blink is going on tour with Mumford or playing like a couple of shows with Mumford video no, from like a couple years ago? No. It was just like... Who and what? Who? Mumford and Sons played like three or four shows. Uh, it might have been a one one city place, but they played like three or four shows together. Blink-182 Blink? and Mumford and Sons. Really? And the promotional oh. video they made for that was they played a studio cut of some Blink-182 song, 
and it was the Mumford and Sons dudes like dressing up with like vans and all that and like skateboard clothes, and then they okay. just they're rocking out in their little dressing room and just jamming out, and then it's Mark Hoppus is in the background at the last second, and they're they're all embarrassed that he's right there, and it just goes what the. F-? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, then uh, Neck Deep is touring with that, Blink. That's that's cool. And yeah, and hopefully they get a long set. Oh God, I hope so. Show. God, I hope so. I like Neck Deep. <clears throat> I'm not familiar with them. They covered. It's actually current pop punk. Current. Okay. Yes, <laughs> and they actually go on and uh, they covered. Give me one good reason. I think by Blink. Okay. Because who co- who opened for Blink when we Atlas? Uh, yeah, Atlas. Something, something Atlas, something Atlas or Atlas something. Yeah, Time Atlas or Atlas Genius. Fuck, no, I don't even know. Can't remember. Yeah, Google that shit. We need to have somebody here that just sits up here <laughs> and Google stuff. We used to have that. Well, maybe now that he's graduated from high school, he'll be able to do that again. <laughs> Is it Atlas Genius? That's there. You go, Atlas Genius. Don't tell me that it's over. That's my favorite B-side. It rings so violently. Can't leave my room. Capri since she left me. The neck deep, I think, nailed it. I'm like, oh, man, I just listened to it today. Girls always cry. Guys, I'll never admit they did. Neck deep is labeled as a pop band. on. They play their own They covered it awesome. What do you think, Totes? You know me, I always love covers. Are we done with Totes or are we still sticking with that? Because I think you, you quit your Totes Twitter account. Just like you quit the Pilsner Podcast Facebook account. <laughs> Life gets busy, man. Every time, I'm going to put tweet alerts on your Corey Jensen account. Every time you tweet, I'm going to say, well, you had time to do that, but you didn't have time to say, hey, we have a new episode out on Facebook. <laughs> Fine. Fine. <laughs> let's let's hire a social media manager to do it all for us. Uh, I'll do it. All I need to do is get on Facebook and I'll just take over. But he can, he can, work, out of, he can work out of Adam's Liquor Stories opening. <laughs> That's not a bad idea, Adam. That's fucking not a bad idea. An after hours one? Like yeah. 6 p.m. to 10 p.m.? On weeknights, and then right. that's not a bad idea. And I think I was like, God, maybe I should just like talk to Clay, and then I'd just be like a satellite store for him. So it's just Same all license. craft beer. Same license, then? Yeah, just run it. You know, he gets a, his share, and we can run our own I'll little take my independent share. like vibe. Yes. Instagram feed every time we get a new right. Promote it like that. Right. That's how you create brand awareness nowadays. That's what these old men don't understand in the young people bar industry. And or you just talk to Clay and say, "Look, Clay, how about I spend five hours a week lining up stuff that you get delivered here, and in exchange, I get an employee discount or something of that effect." Do that too. I just think that I want to talk to these breweries. If I mean, if I had the ones that Van deliver, yes. 
I if I had my own liquor store, mm-hmm. I would tell all these breweries that don't have great distribution come here just bring your odds and ends in your specials in your your seasonals i don't want the standard ipa i don't want that's yeah that's a good idea i want you can buy that anywhere i want all the good stuff except one-offs except though i think that would go so fucking far that's true yeah because we travel to new Ulm. But there's also other reasons to keep us in New Ulm that we're not going just for the liquor store. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing I could see is where, like, it would be dope if there was, like, maybe a tap room or bar next door to you. <laughs> you want to know what I... Yes. You know what I mean, though? Yeah. Like, that would be just to keep them there for a reason to come. You yes. don't just drive just for the liquor store. I do. But explaining that to my wife, I have to lie and say, like, I'm going to go get a haircut at Great Clips, if you don't mind. Um, it looks like we need groceries. I'll stop at uh, the grocery store. And, and really, it's just I have to create all these lies to go to the liquor store in New Orleans. And, and you come back with a bad haircut because on the way back from the liquor store, you're giving yourself a haircut. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta look like I went and got a haircut. No, I just make it easy. I just shave the eyebrows. <laughs> so where we're, we're situated here... <laughs> Another proposal or another plan you could look at is if if let's use Talking Waters for example up in Montreal. Yes, <clears throat> to brew I want to see in Springfield, very much so. Right, right for sure. And I'm saying that out loud because I know people listen. from there listen. We want to see them delivered in Springfield. Yes, be it call Clay's, tell them we want them here. Mention the Pilsner podcast, boys, or we'll have them call you. Email me and tell them, hey, have your guy call us. We'll do that. So, so, but here, here's where I was going to say, using them as an example. So you can get, you know, they're in Montevideo, and you can get them in Wilmer, and as far I know, you can get them as far east as the as the as the metro. I've seen them in a quite a handful of liquor stores up there. Okay. So it makes sense that they're probably like going down seven or two twelve, shooting up to Wilmer and kind of taking that straight across middle part of the state route for delivery. So they maybe don't come this way. Mm-hmm. Um, you could argue the same for Medelia. I don't mm-hmm. even know if they're in stores at all. No, they're not. Um, you could argue the same for a variety of different liquor stores or of, of these smaller breweries. Yes. Why don't you get your own? Like, why wouldn't uh, a liquor store get their own van? Where I, that's where and you my work head out went. with these breweries and uh, say, yep. "Look, I understand that you're not going to deliver. You don't come to our area to deliver, but I really want to carry your beer. Go to locale and get their crawlers or something. Can I come pick up? Can we arrange that every Monday I come through here and I pick up beer from you guys to sell in my store? And obviously, you're gonna. You there's business aspect to it of where you'd want to. You're, you're probably not going to want to pay as much because you're not getting it delivered to you. But maybe yes. you're willing to sacrifice that at the start to carry their product. But you could do a loop or you could go Montevideo. You know, one day a week you could go up Montevideo and work your way up and get all the way up to Fargo and get the director and the junkyard stuff and bring that back. And then you have another day of the week where you go up to the cities and you're getting your dangerous man and your fair state. Well, fair state Lisa has Prius. distribution, yes. but... It's a one-man drive, so Lisa Prius, because you could fill a car up with beer, yeah. that's enough. Yes. And you get 30 miles to the gallon. Right. That's actually, that would work. Yeah. That would work. Oh, my God. So, okay, <clears throat> where's the closest place around here in southern Minnesota where you can get Tracker? St. Cloud. 
Okay, uh, do you realize they get Drecker in Wisconsin? I'm like, I felt really freaking pissed when I saw that. I'm like, what the hell? They get Drecker in Wisconsin, but we can't get it here in southern Minnesota? And they're, again, one of those van But they're they're, of, they're doing their own distribution, so we're just not hot spot for them. We need to create. Sucks. We need to go out of our <laughs> way now. I think the problem is we need to like do better and help build a bigger scene with this podcast. We need to start doing True. like on-site recordings like every week in town somewhere, like the golf course or some shit. Not even kidding you. Go to the back room, put up a sign that says the Pilsner Podcast, and just go sit and talk back there for two hours. I bet we could work something out where we try one of their lame beers, but they allow us to bring in our own just for the us for the night. Sounds like a plan. I mean, that's what we have to do because then you create that and then you can sustain the store that you're talking about, you know? Mm -hmm. Totes is in deep thought. I just don't know how... (laughs) I don't know how us going and having... I mean, it's just good exposure, I think, because they'll tell somebody that, you know, it's us sitting in our basements getting us nowhere as far as numbers. It's just a fun hang, which is fun. But if we really want to do something productive with this show, we need to get more exposure. We need bigger numbers. We need to be seen like, you know, there's two craft beer guys in Lamberton that we don't know about. You know, they're all over the place. We just don't know them. They don't know about us because we're not doing a good job of getting this out. Right. There. Yeah. Yeah. And we but, need to just but, make but a I collective think, I gathering. I think that would thing. be more productive for us if we did that once a month or once every six weeks at Bra Brothers, Talking Waters. I'm in. Locale, even Mankato Brewing. You know. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. I mean. You know what I yes. mean? I think that would get us further than going the to. The Video Brewery, we outlaws. were in talks. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I mean, no offense to Outlaws, but there's that's not the craft beer scene. And if that's what we, if those are the people we want to listen and True. find our show, we need to go to where those people are. I mean, even True. Medelia or uh, Okaboji Brewing, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. there's there's plenty that are within an hour and a half drive of us that we could. Let's best, go to Montevideo. Best, um, best beer in Iowa. Want us there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that exile was pretty good. And toppling glass. Ah, oh, you're fucking with me. Why did I not? There is actual a buddy of mine sent that to me. Yeah. <clears throat> the sign said, "Best beer in Iowa, Westall," and he snapped it, and then he put, uh, "That's not how you spell toppling glass." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't even know. I'd like to try Exile, more of their stuff. That's sour. That beatnik was super good. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. Um, I'm, I can leave pretty much for the show whenever. You guys just need to tell me when it works for you, and I'll set up a brewery visit and where we're going. Like, I'm telling you that they want us at West, or, fuck, at, uh, they were, they did want us for a while at, uh, talking waters but i'm sure we could still line that up right and i looked and i found the text thread we haven't talked since november and the last thing he sent me was hey when are we doing a show let's lock down a date and i ghosted him yeah wow i could still amend that should say hey everyone let's line something up everyone's busy and getting everyone's schedules together that's the problem when i'm setting these up I also need to text both of you guys and you're busy during the day, Corey. So you can't get back to me right away. 
Um, that's why I'm saying you guys need to give me a list of dates that fucking work and then I can just book us shows. I'll give you one day for the whole summer. <laughs> You'd be like August 32nd. <laughs> yeah, that's a good day. <laughs> it's a great day. Well, we can table that. But no, we really, can, I think that let's look at some dates something. and try to figure yes. something out. And that, yes. uh, let's ladies shoot, and let's gentlemen, let's shoot to do that twice over the summer. Sure. Yeah. Ladies good and gentlemen, goal. that is what we call an off-air conversation. Right. On air, we just had our meeting. That we, our pre-show meeting was just had at the show. Thirty-six minutes in, let's talk about this fucking beer. Yeah. What do you guys think <laughs> of this beer? <laughs> We've all finished it. Ah, uh, the nose <laughs> on it is lovely. Just lovely. When we first cracked that looks, open and started pouring. Looks really clear. Oh, I'm just kidding. It was great. Uh, yes. Smooth with a little bit of bite. We should tell people Loved that we it. were drinking uh, Dare Mighty Things. And, yes, we've already had one version of their. Do we yes. have the can here? What was the last one we did? It might be right behind you. Actually, no. I got the thing on. Right, but I think you just labeled it Dare Mighty Things. What hop version was that? I can't see it, Tim. It's, oh, it's Adam. It's down there. Second shelf, third one in. Okay, so this one was their Dare Mighty Things made with Citra, Mosaic, Amarillo, and El Dorado hops. And now this version that we are doing, which is in a green can, uh, is a single hop, just El Dorado. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were. I got gotcha. you. I'm looking it up. This So this is from the Brewing Project. Um, far better it is to dare mighty things to win glorious triumphs, even though checkered by failure. I'm feeling like this is the exact same read from the last one. Uh, then to it's take okay. rank with those poor spirits who neither enjoy much nor suffer much because they live in the gray, that twilight that knows neither victory nor defeat. Teddy Roosevelt. And uh, the Brewing Project is out of where? Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Yes. Didn't that make you read that quote like four times last time? I think you did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that is also where... Uh, Lining Kugels is right. Yeah, we talked said the exact same yep. thing the last time. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> or I think Lining Kugels is Chippewa Falls, but it's but really, they're really like close. Twin Cities, yes. yeah, they're the w- Twin Cities of Wisconsin. <laughs> Can you Speaki- read me that quote again? No. Aww. Speaking of Wisconsin, I had a spotted cow for the first time ever. Okay. Um. He sounded like Pete Davidson. <laughs> okay. By the way, he nailed little Nicky on oh, he Adam did. Sandler's. <laughs> uh, what do you guys want to rank this beer before I tell you about my uh, spotted cow experience? 3.75. Good work, gentlemen, making this. And yes, probably- I'm going to go with 3.9. <clears throat> what? I, too, am going to rank this. As like a, I'll shoot right in the middle. 3.85. Um, I mean, this, is a, this would be a good, solid daily drinker mm-hmm. you know Very, it's, it's not yes. too sweet like some of the milkshakes can be mm-hmm. it's just a nice you know wind down the evening good balance to it yep very much so i don't see the abv on it though did they have it on the instagram or on the i'm sorry i was only looking up to see what i ranked the last one by comparison would you rank the last one 3.75 see so ranked it the same i i don't 
I, I, it's not because of drunk. I really don't remember. I remember having the last one, but I don't remember like the f- profile or anything like yeah. that. It didn't s- jump out at me, but I'm sure it was just as good as this. We're spoiled. Like this would be like, I don't remember this beer the last time I had it. And if I got it on myself and I didn't have a beer drinking show, you know, there's three. Oh shit! Man. If I didn't have a beer drinking show, I'd probably be like, "This is one of the best beers I've had in a long time." Right. But because you travel and go and grab all this cool stuff for us, and you bring yes. us, Adam, you bring us all this stuff too. It's like, yeah, you know what? We can be a little bit more critical. But you know, we get, you know, when you have your ear to the ground and you you seek this stuff out, we you know. It's like, oh, I'm in this area. We have to stop. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, we're because we have this show where the right and so someone I, else would be like, zoom. I was zoom in Wisconsin by, you know? the last couple days, and I was gonna stop and and like find something, but I'm like, Adam can get us stuff from Wisconsin <laughs> on a pretty regular basis, so I didn't really try to seek anything out. I did stop in in Minneapolis or in Chanhassen on my way back through, thinking okay to look for stuff from. You know. So the yeah. next time though you're He's in dead. Madison, I wasn't in Madison this trip. Okay, but the next time yeah. you gotta stop at Octopi and Funk Funk Factory. Is it Funk Factory? Funk Works? No, that's nope. Colorado. It's Funk Factory, but basically it's Might not be it's Colorado. the other half of Untitled Art. Okay, he's got a brewery that just sells nothing but sours. Okay. And Mertz and all that. Yeah, I wonder why they weren't at Funk Junction. I don't know. Maybe he's mad because everyone's stealing his name. <laughs> One thing. <laughs> You're right. But Funk works. No That's idea. true. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? So, do you guys want to hear my review on yes. Spotted, Spotted Cow? Cow? Yes. So, let me set it up for you. Um, stayed at a hotel that just had a hotel bar. Um, was meeting the rest of my team down there for to go to dinner. And I sat down and they had a Bud Light. And it wasn't the BLO. It was just a straight Bud Light. So I was disappointed. Uh, they had a Stella Artois. <laughs> you were disappointed they didn't have BLO. I was, yep. And then they had a Spotted Cow. Those were the three beers they had on tap. I didn't even bother asking, like, what they had in bottles or cans. I thought this was a hotel. Stella Artois is overrated AF. Yes. Holy fuck. When I was before craft beer days... I thought that was the high-end beer, and I finally went out and had one at a bar. I'm like, this is like a skunky Heineken, and Heineken's <laughs> skunky. Like, this is disgusting. It's so overrated. Why is it considered, like, the fine lager? Marketing. I guess. No. Okay. So. Uh, so I so I, I settled for the Spotted Cow. Um, yeah, you settled. That's for sure. It, uh, uh, for a lager... It wasn't bad. I mean, it, 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 I would probably rank it as one of the better lagers I've ever had. It's a farmhouse ale. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yes. Well, even still. I mean, it wasn't the... I mean, I definitely wasn't like, oh, I'm, this is the greatest beer I've ever had. I'm going to seek this out and get it all the time. Mm-hmm. But it, I'd probably drink it over a Coors Light. Yes. Uh, people I know freaked out about it, like in college. And I had it, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I'd rather have an Ultra than this or a Mickold and whatever I was drinking at the time. Nothing special. Now I would probably appreciate it a little bit more. See, and I, and I always say, like, if someone's thinking about getting into craft 
drinking craft beer, it's like start with those. Mm-hmm. And Spotted Cow is a good one to start with. I like the, the, it's the lighter. Lager. Yeah, I like you, that. It's you got to introduce you can't, regular. You can't throw the <laughs> goddamn dark stout or a real bitter IPA at them. Otherwise, they're not going to come back right. and try. <clears throat> so you kind of got to nudge them, not push them. And if they're wine drinkers too, figure out what kind of wine they like. A good sour yes. might be a good yes. A, you know, not a puckery one, but a yeah. Because my a wife is a big wine drinker, and she's starting to like sours. Yeah. So yeah, and somebody asked me today that doesn't drink a lot of craft beer. They brought everything up. I don't bring things up to these people, and they're like, "Hey, are sour beers like kind of the big thing right now?" <laughs> Duh. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I know. I wasn't a dickhead about it. But I'm like, yeah, sours are fucking phenomenal. They're like, I had the ruby, like the rhubarb one from Mankato. I'm like, yeah, what'd you think? They're like, I liked it. I'm like, good, good. Try Roselle. Try, you know, yes. recommending local ones that you can get at Clay's and all that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, just keep pushing them to that fun part of the fridge and not yep. the side walls right the inside island is where all the in our beer fridge at clay's in springfield is where all the craft beer is but the walls are lined with your budweiser's and all that yes <laughs> and your natter days <laughs> natter days i think we should get that we should get the store in town to do custom six packs like oh pick your own yeah mm-hmm. seriously tear open one four pack get people interested right how much would that cost you to sell at cost, like, it's only well, four. Only you mark four. it up a little bit like everyone else does right. on Build Your Six. It costs, yeah. it costs more to build your six than to buy a uh, six that's not broken up. Oh, and by the way, <clears throat> Saturday I bought One Man Mosh Pit again. Mm-hmm. Just so everyone knows, if you want a great deal, go to Clay's in Springfield. It's <laughs> like it's on sale all the time. It's regular price is nine ninety nine a four pack, <laughs> and that is still happening. Every time I go there, I grab one. I say, can you please tell me how much this will be? And it's still nine ninety nine. I go, yeah. Click that button three times. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good beer. Yes. It's, seriously, it's like eighteen bucks at every other store. It's like seventeen ninety nine everywhere you go, or sixteen ninety nine. Ten mm-hmm. is such a steal. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, did he screw that one up? <laughs> he's probably listening. Son of a bitch. That's fine too. <laughs> yeah, but I don't mind that if he's doing this now and then he's going to gradually creep the price up because that's getting oh, people sure. to drink yes. it. Yeah. Right. But that's right. the thing though. He doesn't. I wish our store had price tags. There's no price tags because the shelves differ, you know, all the yeah. time. They switch all the time. Yes. But it would be cool if he had like stickers on the cases or something. Like. Because sometimes you're like, well, I was kind of shocked when Flavor Wave rang up as high as it did. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. it's a standard $10 six-pack, and it's like 14 bucks here. I'm like, oh, shit. And the the uh, Summer Surly Pack, you know, it was 20-something. It wasn't like 20 It was like $24, $25. I'm like, what? Got it. <laughs> and that was my internal thought. And, mm-hmm. and I go, here's my credit card. I think the problem... <laughs> I shouldn't even I shouldn't even say problem. I think part of the reasoning with that though is that we're in an area where we have a lot of people who go to that liquor store as regulars that are gonna pay twenty two dollars or twenty four dollars for their twenty four pack of you know whatever bushlight, yep. keystone, whatever it might be. And if you mark the price that 
This four pack is $17.99. They're going to say, I ain't fucking buying that. I ain't four beers for that much money? Yep. I drink this whole t- pack of Coors and get wasted tonight. <laughs> yeah, get fucking hammered. The, to people that are are like that, and there are tons of people like that, including my wife, explain what ABV is to them. Right. And what they're drinking compared you to what we're hammered. drinking. A 12-pack and a 6-pack are about the same. Right. I mean, value-wise, like... Like, yeah, there's a little bit more Sissy ABV in a 12, but you're, you got to be getting, like, my six cans are equal to, like, your 10 cans. Does that mm-hmm. remind you of somebody in particular? Is that why you're laughing? It just kind of no, sounded that's, like that's the... the common man around here. It is. <laughs> that's the common man. That's the common folk around here. But, Go ahead. No, I mean, it's it's not... I think it's getting better, honestly. People are saying that, like, to me, they're like... Man, I walked into the cooler at Clay's and holy crap, there's all kinds of your beer there now. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, your beer. Yep. That's what they say to me. Well, yeah, I mean, but yeah, I mean, I the get that The kind that too. you drink, yeah. Then you got then that's when you say you got to try some. Yeah, I um I recommend stuff as much as I can. I always mm. recommend to like the ladies Roselle. Yeah. And I recommended it to a dude today. I said awesome. the way I sold it, I'm like it's cuz you'd like the ruby. I'm like it's I said, uh, it's probably the best sour you can get in the state of Minnesota in a can right now. And we have it here, mm-hmm. which right. is not a normal thing. Yeah. Like, to have a beer that that's smallly distrib- distributed and we have it here, that's a luxury. And we need Very. to take advantage of that. But like, the guys I work with know that I do a podcast. So when we were out at, you know, every time I order something, they're like, Oh, what kind of fancy beer did you get this time? Oh, my God. No. So I fucking went on like a Christmas, like a trip, like in January to a weekend hotel. And right away um, I go, what are you drinking now? The guy says, and I had a Surly sampler. The It was the flannel. Um, it was like their German uh, lager layer up. Okay. It was called. Yep. I go, he's a listener. And he didn't say anything. He was being cool. And I just go, I open it up. I go, this is actually the first time I had it. And I take a sip. I go, I mean, I, at first I go, oh, can's pretty cool. He goes, you guys always talk about how the cans are cool and all that stuff. <laughs> like, he was so, yeah. like, into it. I, I took a drink. And he's, like, eager. He's, like, <laughs> like, he was waiting for a review. I'm, like, right. it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the hot tub. <laughs> What's up, Jim? <laughs> So you're funny. you're in a hot tub? Yeah. Okay. Reviewing yeah. beers. I mean, there was a huge hot tub at the New Orleans Best West. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Right? Is that the hotel it's I called? I think so, yeah. Where the Green Mill's on? Yep. Yeah. Oh, wasn't that a holiday? I think it's a holiday in. It could be a holiday in. No, that, or it maybe changed. it's a Best it Western used to now. Be, it used to be a holiday. I think yeah. it was yeah. a holiday so in or is. Now yeah. it's the Best Western, I think. <laughs> okay. But okay. yeah, that pool is that pool area is like that's a fun hang. Like if you get a big group of people like we did, okay, that is a fun place. Just everybody's sitting. Out. We had we had a poolside. Uh, dogs are allowed at the hotel, so everybody brought their dog, but they weren't allowed at the pool. And somebody had a poolside room, so we put every dog in that one poolside room. <laughs> and all the dogs were just staring at us. <laughs> you guys out. are having fun Let with us all of us. <laughs> Every time someone would open the door, there's just kicking, like, move, move, move. (laughs) (laughs) 
Anybody want a treat? <laughs> it was so fun. Sounds good. So then we went to, for dinner the first night, we went to this place called Sprecker's. And they actually do all their own in-house beers and sodas. Sprecker's? Sprecker's. Okay. What town is this in? This is in Wisconsin Dells. Okay. And I've seen their root beer and orange sodas in, like, grocery stores and stuff. So they must distribute that stuff, but they actually brew their own beer as well. And so I had their IPA. Didn't have a fancy name. It was just called IPA. Yeah. It was all right, you know, but I got the same thing from the guys I work with, like, like the one guy that I know that I'm pretty good friends with, he's like, "So what would you rank that on your podcast?" Wow, two point seven five. Ooh, you don't like that one so much. Huh? <laughs> you humored him. Yeah, I'd say it's a fucking ten every time. <laughs> ten, motherfucking ten, ten. <laughs> oh, Billy Bob. <laughs> Yeah, so that was that was my Wisconsin trip. Okay, I had a Hopalicious the next night. That's a good. But one. I've had that a few times. So who makes that again? Ale Asylum. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I had that confused with uh, Stone. Oh, and I think so. This weekend, this Saturday, I'm out in Lacrosse for a graduation oh. out there, and uh, we're having a party at Six O Eight Brewery. So nice. I'm gonna be bringing some back some. Is your child graduating from college? Yes. Really? Firstborn is graduating. Congratulations! That's Thank awesome, you. dude. So I'm gonna be bringing back some beers from 608. Fantastic. And then supposedly, if I can get my hands on it, uh, oh, New Galeris yeah. made a hazy. Oh, interesting. Is that something they don't normally do? Uh, they just it was like they just made it for. They just like released it like recently. I mean, I don't, okay. they, I don't the think the first time they made they a hazy. Normally do because they're. I mean, I wouldn't say they're like shells, but they're probably more of like a like a lining kugel where they just don't do. Well, their fucking raspberry tarts are. Yeah. Oh my god! Right. Awesome. So good. Strawberry rhubarb was good. Yeah. Moon Man. Oh, you guys never got Moon Man. That's kind of like some their trading? IPA. Like, if you can get your hands on that stuff, yeah. um, let me know. If you do, I'll grab some whatever i'm going to fair state this weekend that's right you at fair state saturday yeah so we'll like text back and forth <laughs> i think what i'll do is Dude, whatever, i got this <laughs> that's the only guaranteed brewery i'm going to we're talking about two other ones i'll just text a picture of the board okay and you'll be able to see what's available for crowlers and all that and okay. you can just say get me a b and c so what are the other you two you're do? talking about going to possibly uh, limited or ltd and hopkins because we're going to meet up with my sister and her family for lunch and she oh, lives okay. in hopkins and they have a brewery just right down the road from where on main street where you where all the food is yeah and then we're talking cuz our hotel says we can't get in until 3 um that's my dog <laughs> running across the floor yeah, yeah. okay um, you can't get in until three, and I'm like, we're picturing we'll be f- hung out to dry from one to three, so we're like, let's just go to Sisyphus for an hour, and then they'll let us in early, I'm sure. Yeah, right. More than likely, but Sisyphus is um real close to, it's like across a freeway, basically. Yeah. But, and I'm like, let's just hang out there. Awesome. You're staying at the, at the Millennium? <laughs> yeah. I would, re- I mean, I've never been to Sisyphus, but well, I... 
What did you just say? Syphysis? Syphilis? Syphilis? Sisyphus? Syphilis? Syphilis. Syphilis. All right. I had that once. Did you? <laughs> uh, herpes once. But uh, that would maybe be a good... I mean, if you want to try something new, that's fine. I mean, I'm always all about that, you know, but you're also going to be real close to inbound. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, the reason I chose Sisyphus is because it was it popped syphilis? up. It syphilis? Popped up Nobody on, chooses syphilis. It no. popped up on Google Maps, and they had a sour, and that's the oh. I got to get Megan in the door yep. with sours. Um, and I don't know if Inbound has any. I would have to check their menu or look at a recent picture of their board or something. If they have a sour, then we're good because we're only going to be there for an hour or two because Fair State's the main event before the Twins game. That's the... We're going to hang out for a couple hours, you know, two or three hours at Fair State. Because the last time we were there, we had 40 minutes, and we crushed, oh. like, eight beers between the two of us. 40 minutes isn't long enough. No, we were, like, I was, like, seriously ordering beers for her because I was driving. I'm, like, I'm going to order you this. And I took a sip. I'm, like, great, untapped. Okay, it's yours. And then I'd order <laughs> another one. And I'd be, like, keep drinking, keep drinking, keep drinking. I had two beers while I was there. She had, like, six. <laughs> well, I took a decent pull from right. each one. But it's, like, nah, they were normal sours. It's I don't want to make it sound like she, yeah, it, it was it was fine. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we might be meeting up with the former co-host, possibly, the after show might be cool. Fuck that guy. <laughs> oh yeah, he's a farting corpse. See Andy. <laughs> um. Yeah, and he just sent us a picture saying that they're releasing a really fun to say. <laughs> Did you see what Fair State? What he sent us? What they're releasing this week? I know six oh eight's got Strata Gem, an IPA, uh, Strata uh, Hazy. Okay, hang on Might for bring one that second. One Fair State has yeah. two beers launching this weekend. Oh, no, they're launching now. They're going to be re- bottle released on Saturday. Um, this one, Oat Soda. It's a hazy IPA brewed with Minnesota Chinook, Comet, and Centennial hops, all from our friends at Mighty Axe Hops. And the other beer is Passion Fruit Magna Pineapple Dragon Fruit. <laughs> That's a fruited kettle sour. <laughs> 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 and I looked that's a long that's a lot that's a yeah they're calling it pmpd if they have it <laughs> if they have it in crawlers or something i might and it's decent because i'm gonna sample it i think i'm gonna have both of those beers and this is what they look like they got the picks right here um what i'm hoping for is that yes, if andy actually comes through and hangs for a little while. I want to bring the recording equipment and do like a, a bonus pod at the, like on their patio or whatever. And just we'll both order one of those and then just talk about those two beers for 20 minutes. Yes. Sounds good. And then I think I'm going to be bringing home Ripe from 608. It's Does a, it smell like BO or is it fruit? It's a tropic vacation uh, fruited sour. It is a kettle sour with 450 pounds of mango, peach, and pineapple added to a nice, <laughs> a nice taste of the tropics. Like that sounds that's like a shitload of pounds. Yes, it does. <laughs> I was just about to say that. And also, you just made me think of something. So my regular energy drink is out at the store, and I think they've since filled the rack, and they're not, they're not bringing it back. It was a green apple sour with uh, zero sugar in it. 
Okay. So it was amazing, and it was zero calories, and it was 300 milligrams was of caffeine. Was it a Red Bull? Rockstar. Okay. Okay. And it was a, Yeah. And they replaced it, I think. And so I'm, like, lost now. I don't know what to drink because I was drinking that for, like, two months. And I'm starting to grab new ones, and I grabbed one today because it was, like, peach-flavored. Okay. I hate tea. I later, I take a drink, and I go, what the fuck is that? It's iced tea, peach tea. That's all it is. It's uncarbonated, and it's got 300 milligrams of caffeine. So I'm like, okay, let's try it. Nope, dumped it out instantly. It was just black pouring out of the can. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Whoa. It said no uh, artificial colors, no artificial. I'm like, maybe pump some artificial colors in this like, one. I didn't like tea until about four or five years ago either myself. Oh, it is so fucking gross. It, I think it's just pure tea. They just pump caffeine into right. it. It wasn't a zero calorie one. It was like 15 calories. I transitioned to tea by starting with like Arnold Palmer, Arnold Palmer's where they're half yes. lemonade, half tea. Yep. And now I now I drink like regular tea, usually lemon tea. Okay. Iced tea with lemon. Like uh, it's I don't like it. I don't think I'll ever like it. I'll try if like if that's a way to convert because I know it's really good for you. Like tea is good ener- like natural energy for you too. It's I think it's better for you than soda and you get a little flavor as opposed to water. I mean it's still got 150 calories probably <laughs> in a probably. You know, or compared to a, you know a soda is going to have 270 or <clears throat> 250. You know, so it's slightly less calories, but I wonder how many calories is one in, in one of these beers. Don't I know I I hope I don't I hope they never print that on here. Same. Cause, dude, I used to drink Ultra as my main beer, which is like they advertise as like only ninety five calories, and these are all full bodied and sugar. Like, how do you think they get this taste? They pump it full of sugar. Uh, sometimes no. It's real. It's all fr- about the brewing. Real fruit, man. And they, I was told at one time they add sugar. During the brewing process, but by the time the process is done, there's no sugar in right in it. Okay. So even though it tastes sweet and all that, that's all part of the, the process, the, the ingredients in it, and the process of making a beer. So. An article came out this week. Yes. In October magazine. Okay. And it was called and it was written by Gerard Fagerberg. Fagerberg. Okay. F A G E R B E R G. Andy will give us the proper pronunciation. Yes. But we'll get that later. Uh unraveling Minnesota's love affair with Michelob Golden Light. <laughs> it is a Minnesota thing. It, it, I thought that. Uh, according to this article, it is distributed in seven states besides Minnesota. Oh, but okay. all in the Midwest. Okay. Um, but I bet you they sell the most here. They do. Yes. Just like Bush Light is um, sold the most in Iowa. That's what I was yeah, told. Michelob Golden Draft was initially launched to compete against Miller Genuine Draft. Oh. Okay. That's why they have the same initials. Um, it is not only sold in Minnesota. That's a myth. Um, 
Michelob Golden Draft owes its success to the bland palates of Minnesotans. <laughs> uh, so true. Which is very true. I mean. Oh, that's spicy. You just put pepper on it. <laughs> well, and, I mean, Applebee's, Olive Garden. Great restaurants. Go on. Bland palates of Minnesotans. <laughs> I might go to Applebee's on Saturday. <laughs> uh, they got Dollaritas for the month of May. I hear that. Yeah. I know. The only thing I was thinking was maximizing my value. It would be a $10 Uber ride, $10 back. So I'm like, well, that's 20 bucks right there. So if we each have five margaritas, is it still a value if it's $30 versus going to just walking to the stadium and stopping at like Brit's Pub and getting some six dollar ipa <laughs> so yes i want to say one more thing about this article i'm sorry yes uh here's the the final like the uh, bold printed fact from this article okay nobody loves mick golden like a minnesotan that and mean. then it says marty walsh had never heard of mickle of golden draft until he moved to central Minnesota in 2006 and started working at Westside Liquors, which means he was working in Wilmer. There's one for you. Or St. Cloud. One near you. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I suppose it could the be St. Cloud also. Yes. Um, every or summer, Park. he'd see far-flung Minnesota natives that came home for vacation load up their cars with cases of Michelob Golden Draft. On their way back out of state, they'd load up again. We would get people who wanted maybe 10 to 15 cases of Mick Golden. It was the number one thing they were taking back home with them. I just don't get it. Uh, yeah, you do. You do. It's the bland palates of the Minnesotans. No, that... but I mean, like, this just the non-craft beer drinker. Like, but even you've back, been there. back before we drank craft beer. That's what I'm saying. What were you guys drinking? I wasn't drinking that because that stuff gave me a headache. Yeah. I was drinking uh, that. That's what I was that's drinking. That's what you were drinking. Yeah. Okay. And so that I was always... a normal one to drink. <clears throat> Okay. I think. It was normal. Like, I mean, everybody yeah. drank Coors Light. They drank McGolden Light. Yep. All that stuff. But there was a time, I mean, even before you were, I would say even before you were drinking underage, <laughs> you okay. know, I mean, we're 10 years apart. I mean, but there was a time when by far Michelob Golden Draft was the number one beer that anybody was drinking. And like, oh, that's all yes. everybody drank. Yes, for sure. You know, and, and probably by about I agree. 2001, maybe, you know, right, 99, 2001, somewhere in that area is when the, you know, Bud Light started taking back a share of the market. And then I would say by probably. What time period was that? Think about it. Bud. Why? Oh Sir. God, no! That was way before that. <laughs> uh, but then as poor what kids, frogs? we were we were drinking uh, eighteen packs of Bush Light. You know, <laughs> but I'm just talking of like the big three, and then I would say by like 2006, 2007, Coors Light had a pretty big. Oh, I, for sure. I, I would yes. say that around here, Coors Light is probably the the most drank beer. Then we have and that's shake. just that's just an, unge- an an uneducated guess. But I think you're correct. And, Except that, actually, no. I think in recent years it was that for a while. I think Bush Light's taken over. But we've also had a shift of what people drank when Schmidt beer 
left for a couple of years right. and then came back as Schmitz. So, and I can't remember what years that those were, but the, I mean, the beer drinking had a shift with that because everyone liked their Schmidt beer because it was locally brewed. Right. And then that stopped. I think Miller so Lite was a huge shift popular there. again too. I think Miller Lite's the new PBR, and that's the hipster beer. Could mm. be. But okay. I know, I mean, I haven't bartended since 2010, but I know my last couple of years bartending, Coors Light was definitely the most popular. Coors Light and Bud Light were one and two. Okay. And Mick Golden would have been third probably, but. Since okay. I've been drinking, Mick Golden's been like the last pace race, but it was the one I liked. Mm-hmm. And what you were saying is correct, but I've noticed the people that like I'm around all the time that drink Coors Light have switched to Bush Light. And I'm noticing oh. more and more people are drinking Bush lattes and all that stuff. That it's Bush Light has like become the popular beer around here. That's because they can call them Bush lattes. It's so popular that they put it on tap at Outlaws. As of last night, I, I was there. They have it on tap now. That's you it's never true. saw a beer like that on tap back in the day. There was no there's no Keystone Light on tap. There's no. I got I got friends that have switched from Coors Light to. To push, and I wonder why that is. Is it just the no ad idea. campaigns? I have no idea. Just so oh, they can weird. say Bush. <laughs> one, the one thing I'll say is that Bush and Keystone were always the more pop. Always seemed to be more popular for the younger and the off-sale crowd. Mm-hmm. Okay, like you could go in because you could go into a bar and a Coors Light and a Bud Light and a Bush Light and a Mick Golden Light. We're all the same price. Yes. But if you went then to the we... liquor store and you were going to buy a case, your Bush Light was $3 cheaper than the Coors Light. So that's why people would people would always buy the Coors to take home or the Bush to take home. I mean, I yeah. it always seemed price? like you'd go to – it was very common to see Bush Light in people's refrigerators, Keystone in people's refrigerators, but you never had people drinking those beers in the bar true and i think that's because you like i thought it was weird a couple years ago when i saw somebody drinking a bush light out of a can at the bar in town i'm like right. jesus he asked for that like you know you're here get something on tap get your coors light nope was drinking straight cans i'm like what are you doing you do that at home right for half the price 350 here <laughs> actually in town they're pretty good on like I had a summit EPA times three last night. I think they were three bucks, maybe three fifty. I was really looking forward to that really old uh, uh, Mad Butcher that you guys told me about that was there, <laughs> and it wasn't there. Oh, they were out. Did the EPA taste a little rusty? No. <laughs> rusty, like around the rim of the of the top of the gla- of the bottle, like the cap and starting to rust and I'm, oh. sure he, I'm sure he played some music into it beforehand <laughs> right because <laughs> i had him ordered uh to the table <laughs> that's some good jug what do you guys think of this tell you to quit <laughs> uh it's great yeah it's good beer this is uh from fair state brewing company in northeast minneapolis uh, our former co-host, Assy Andy, is a proud uh, co-op member of the Fair State Brewing Cooperative. This is Pina Jolada. 
It's an IPA brewed with pineapple and coconut, uh, 6.5 alcohol by volume. Um, it's a collaboration with Joe Morfeld of Pint House Pizza in Austin, Texas. That's weird. They must also make beer at that place. <laughs> I would guess so. <laughs> um, I like the can. That's it's it's a cool little design for the can. I like the colors. I think this beer is very fantastic. Southwest style. Right. I've yeah. had it at yeah. home already. I've uh, gone through a four pack. That I had initially bought for the show and then drank it all. <laughs> Did you drink that four pack this week? Oh no, I bought it like a month ago. Yeah, because I bought this. I saw it at MGM in Mankato. That's where I picked it up. They're getting everything in Fair State that like put pumps out. Right. To small. Yes. They have Pele. They got everything there. But uh, I picked it up and I showed you that I had it Saturday. So I thought maybe because I said I'll save my three cans because I got to have one now. Right. <laughs> I thought maybe, oh, permission to drink mine. <laughs> no, no, no. I think I think I had one left that I had shaved or two left maybe that I had saved for the show. But it's good. Um, yeah, it's really got a like good it. nose on it. It's got, got a citrus nose. It's yeah, it, it's it's smooth. For sure. For sure. When, there's a beer style that I like Fair State when they do it. Hardly ever disappoints me. Yes. <clears throat> like, they're making, a, I think, a lager with Modern Times now. I won't like that one. That'll just be boring to me. But I like hazies. I like fruities. I like all that stuff. So, yeah, they do those two, and they're great. Something yeah. for everyone. Yeah, Fair I haven't State. had a beer from Fair State that I haven't liked. Um, this is really, really. Their standard IPA good. is nothing to write home about. Their pills is nothing to write home about. It's just. But they're not pores either. They're not drain pores. How no. do we know? I mean, there might be someone out there that just likes those, and they're like, "Oh, that, they, that's the best from Fair State." Just a regular. Because you know we're more on the heavier side, the, the hoppy side. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we I, are. I wish they'd bring back clarity of purpose. Yeah. Oh, that was a, one of my favorite one-offs. I give this beer a four. Pina Jolada, Fair State Brewing Company. It it's like it's got that that citrus taste, but it doesn't have that citrus bite. Right. Isn't that weird? I'm gonna give it a or not weird. It's just it's a it's a good drink. Unique. Yes. I'm gonna give it a four point oh as well. I'm going a four point two five. Nice. I like it. I just like how just the flavors of it, the smoothness of it. I mean, when you, when you smell the citrus, you think it'd have that citrus bite, but it really doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's solid. And I, uh, I tried not to be a homer on this, and it still came out of four. <laughs> just because when you bring your own beer here, you think it's, you know, I had this at home. It was awesome. Yeah, and yes. You guys try it, and you're like, well, I don't care what you think. I think it's a four. <laughs> it's pretty good. I think you guys can agree, as you did. Good beer. <laughs> Solid. Um, Had a sour... Um, last weekend that was gifted to Megan as a birthday present, a crowler from EPS. Um, hang on. It was a South Dakota brewery. EPS? EP, hang on. I'm pulling it up right here. 
from Eponymous Brewing Company. File. EPC, sorry. EPC, Eponymous Brewing Company. Uh, it was called the Toxic Tropic Sour Ale. Uh, had high hopes for it based off of the Untap review, and it was uh-huh. just okay. It poured and looked pretty regular. Okay. Nothing fruity. It looked like a regular beer. That kind of bummed me out. Um, Corey, you said that you had a pretty interesting beer at uh, Bra Brothers that was a oh, yeah. stouty Let's talk about sourie. that. Yeah, so we went to uh, we went to Marshall on Saturday. Uh, went to went to Brow Brothers and uh, started off simple. They had two IPAs in there um, that uh, were fairly new to them. Um, I ordered one. My wife ordered the other. Um, definitely liked the one that I ordered more, but they were both like above average IPAs that you know I would. Oh yeah, I definitely keep that in the fridge and drink it. Very good. Um, and then I ordered the, uh, it was a barrel aged raspberry cocoa sour. And it was definitely the most interesting beer I've ever had. The front end of it, or the, was definitely a sour. Like mm-hmm. when you took that initial sip, yep, it finished like a stout. Um, barrel aged, so it had a little bit of that stouty, yep. alcoholy, whiskey ish, boozy, yeah, yeah, boozy, boozy flavor to it. I did not hate it. Hmm. I more than liked it, but I. Is it just a their thing, or are they canning that shit up? It's just a their thing. Okay. Um, I might, next time I'm getting over that way, take my crawler along so I can, or my okay. growler along so I can get some. They don't They do not do crawlers there? No. Okay. It was. I feel like they will soon. I mean, they do okay. growlers, of, but. No, no yeah. reason for me to think that. I mean, they're just a startup that. thing, so yeah. No reason for me to think that. It's just, yeah, I would say at this point, it's hard to ignore that that's the thing to do. Right. They're doing, they're doing, they do glass growlers yet. Like, I could have bought yeah. a growler right, but from they, them, but. They got to have the funds to buy a $1,500 growler machine. Probably. I've looked at them. That's about what a good one costs. But it was, <laughs> it was it's so. It's like a coffee machine. It's like this big. It Dang. mixed very well with the pizza, okay. surprisingly. Okay. Um, it was fantastic. I mean, it was, it was great. Um, and I actually tweeted at them, you know, that, and they said it was by far the most complex beer they've ever made is what they replied with. Well, good for them. They're turning over a new yep. leaf. Um, and good. then I had, that's good to hear their, what do they call it? The cask sour. Do you remember Tim, what they call them? No, but you were telling me about it. Go ahead and tell. I don't know what the series so, is. But. Right after having what will for sure be one of the most memorable beer, like I'll always think back and think of that beer. Like we've done four hundred beers on this show probably over the last two years, mm-hmm. and there's some that I mean I can look at cans on this wall that I don't remember drinking a lot of these beers. Could never tell you what I, th- I mean. Most of them I could have never tell you what I thought of them. That beer I'll never forget. That's accurate as fuck. Because it was, you know, so interesting and good. 
I followed up with a beer that I'll probably never forget because it was so bad. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Man, that inside crazy aunt one always sticks out to me. Right. <clears throat> but they had their 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 kettle sour series. And on the board, I it remember came, that. Yes. And we did the four pack of them. Um, I liked them all, and you liked them all. I I did. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hide shy away from that. And I still do. That so green apple one was. They great. had a, a, a large variety. You know, it basically said on the board kettle sour, uh, a variety of flavors. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the waitress came over and I said, uh, "You know what flavors you got for the kettle sour?" And she rattled off, you know. Did it say actual? Did it say flavors on the board? Because you're Mr. Anti, don't call it flavors. Did it say flavors on the board? Well, it did, and those are it did. Those, okay, those okay. are flavors, but okay. IPA is not a flavor. No, it's a variety. A bush light is not a flavor. All right. That's my point. Don't, I'm not okay. This went. Corey's yeah. almost going into rant mode. As I say it out loud, I'm like, that's not where I was taking this, and somehow I realized that it. I am. That's <laughs> where you were taking it. <laughs> anyway, so a variety of flavors. So she came I'm over and she like rattled off, you know, cherry, green apple, caramel apple, uh, strawberry, blah 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 blah, grapefruit. I'll try the grapefruit. Oh, mm. That's never good. Well, it sounded intriguing, so she brought it over. Let me know if I can add more flavor to it, she says. Wait, what? Let me know if I can add more, if you want me to add more flavor to it. (laughs) Oh, okay. Which to me indicates that they have a sour beer. Yep. And then they've just got syrup or something of some sort that they... I knew it. Remember when we tried those? I'm like, it tastes artificial to me. That's exactly what you said. And that's what made me giggle so much when he was telling me that this weekend it was i mean i finished it because i'll i've i've always finished a beer i mean i yes. very rarely yes. have i ever pour, drain poured a beer. a beer a beer has to be very bad before i'm gonna pour it okay um i i finished it uh, but i wouldn't recommend it that was my review on the wow. my brewery or brow brothers experience pizza but was fantastic all, as always that's the thing though you have this weird standard that i don't i don't get your system yet because <laughs> i think that the ruby sour from mankato isn't spectacular but it's good and you're like no 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 thank you see and i like the the ruby yeah from Mankato, yeah, that and you're just beer. like you're talking like. Well, your wife was like, "Let's let's bring the the rest of the cans up for Tim and Megan or whatever," and you're like, "Fine, good, let's get rid of them." Why? I mean, what what's what do you need for a perfect sour? Like, what do you need? I get the artificial pour stuff that was a little off, but I don't think that that's what they're doing on the Ruby Red. Um, for me, it, it's more that I don't. I'm not normally gonna kick back and drink sours at home. Same, you know. So it's I like do. I had a couple. I tried it. It was fine. We have a couple of different conditioned bottles in our fridge ready to go right now. Okay, do you have sours in your fridge? No. Well, just a couple of the rubies right now. Okay, so I have I have some in my fridge. 
but whenever I'm in the mood, I'm just going to have one beer. Right. Then I'll have a sour, and then I'm done. But if I'm going to have a couple, I'm not I'm not cracking open a sour because I can't handle more than one sour. Oh, see, I'm the type <coughs> of person. For that, how good they are. Yeah. Yeah. At Funk Junction, you could have filled my cup, and instead of doing 25 beers, I would have been fine doing 10 full beers. No problem. Well, which is basically what I did. Uh Loved it. It was great. I mean, I definitely don't want to come across as a snob. I mean, I know you guys already, my feelings on, uh, like, Applebee's and stuff. You guys already. Dude, eating good in the neighborhood? Hard time about my palate. Fucking love it. Yeah, what the fuck? Riblets, that's a good hang at Applebee's, man. Yeah, the the triple chocolate lava cake. Oh, my. Fuck. Fuck yeah, dude. They're bringing back Surf and Turf. It's going to be yeah. so lit this weekend. One dollar Rita's. Yeah. Dollar Rita's give you diarrheas. <laughs> I think I have that going on right now. I had to clinch it when I went over there earlier just a second ago to pee. Oh, I go, Jesus. oh no. <laughs> no. And that has been episode 89. No, we have a few more things to discuss. Oh, Holy shit. That's that, hilarious. That's creamy. That's good. That's um, going to, yeah. No, it's a Pepto weekend coming up, I can I mean, tell. <laughs> bring it, I don't know. Bring it a jug. <laughs> Dude. My problem with Applebee's is just the fact that if I want a microwave reheated meal, frozen meal, I can do that at home for a fraction of the price. They're not microwaved, by the no, way. No, I don't think they are, oh, no. Oh, f- sorry. Boiled in the bag and replated. Some. Not all. 95% No. <clears throat> He's got insight. Yeah. Would you used to work at Applebee's? No. no he has I'll a tell connection you to a current show. Applebee's oh. situation. Yeah. Oh, it's not as bad as you think. You bought into an Applebee's? Jesus. God. No. <laughs> okay. You own the Applebee's in the No. <laughs> no, it's Adam's Liquor. That That's we're an interesting on. color let's, on this beer. Let's push, yes. Let's push Adam's Liquor. Um, <laughs> one thing I, like your, I like your name for uh, when we were talking about. Springfield <laughs> Signs and Suds? No, yeah. but it should be Adam's Liquor and not sell liquor. I just thought of that right now. Uh, it's only beer. <laughs> <laughs> but Adam's liquor. <laughs> Adam's in the back. Um, guys, I had... That is a fantastic... Guys, isn't I, it? I had Spirit Fall last Friday. Yes, yes. I forgot to bring that up, and that's... How was that experience? I was scrolling through was my... so old. Yeah, I was scrolling through my untapped, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I was at Boulder Tap on Friday. I forgot to bring that up. That's why when you were talking, I went... <laughs> um, Pressurized kegs keeps it... Well, I just checked. As of right now, as of May 9th, 10.25 a.m., they updated their untapped menu, and it's still there. So oh, wow. if you're in Mankato, go to Boulder Tap, enjoy yourself... A pretty good spirit foul. Cool. It's not perfect, but it's it's better than a mirror universe, which I think spirit foul is. It's still better than a fresh mirror universe. That's where it's at nice. right now. Nice. It is far from perfect, but no, it's not far from perfect. It's it's half off from perfect. Okay, from fresh. <laughs> yeah. 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 It held up. Awesome. Good the kegs, to hear. The kegs make a difference, and yes. Corey was saying that.
He was saying that the uh, what what the the cans. <laughs> We're doing a little photo shoot here. <laughs> Your head is blocked, but I see your body doing this. <laughs> You're, uh, the, you were saying that you had one in cans, and it didn't really hold up as well yeah. as as the and keg I might so. have. Yeah, I it, believe so. I mean, it was. They're still, not conditioned as well, probably. Right. I mean, it was keg. definitely still drinkable, but it wasn't a five anymore. Yeah, I was. Well, super then also impressed. you drink that outside during the su- during the afternoon, full sun, so. That is true. Yeah. So I where was he so, was in a bar. I was so freaking excited to go. <laughs> I was just so giddy. And when I saw it on the menu, I order it, and they go, "You want a what?" Because we had to get a table because we had Fallon with. And I'm like, "Spirit Fowl." They're like, "What's?" Because like, oh, from Fair that. State Brewing, uh, I, I start like, "You got a menu?" And I'm like, "She's like, it's in front of you." I'm like, "Okay." Uh, I'm like frantic here. I'm like, "Ah, it's right here." <laughs> She's like, "Oh, okay, we got it." I'm like. Jesus Christ, new girl. Like, <laughs> got me all nervous. And then we place our order, and Megan's like, order something for me. I'm like, ah, give her the funk work sour. Perfect. Okay. I start getting sweaty, nervous. Like, I'm like, is it going to be as good? It's like, <laughs> and it, it gets put down in front of me like 15 minutes after we order. I know. I was like, come oh. on. I was anticipating so much. And I take that first sip. I'm like shaking. And I'm Oh, it's so good. <laughs> and my, my kid starts falling asleep. And so Megan's like, we should just leave. We don't have time for another one. She's falling asleep. I'm like, okay. okay. Because the baby can't sleep in a bar. Well, so yeah. did you have them uh, fill a uh, crawler then? Or? They they wouldn't do crawlers of that. Yeah, uh, no. It says on their menu. <laughs> just kidding. Um, I don't think they do crawlers at all, do they? No, they, they don't. There was restrictions on everything on this one. It was no tasters, no something else, and it was you, you get one choice. That's all it was. So they must do a regular thing with tasters. It was definitely... Oh, no tasters, no flights. Okay, with That's the what spirit it was. Fall. Yes. Yeah. Just order the damn thing, though. See, <laughs> it's a that, little pricey. That, te- that tells me... It's like eight bucks. Okay. But we were there for... We were there for happy hours, so we got it for a little bit less. That tells me that they stashed that keg on purpose. Yes. With the no taster rule yeah. and no flights. Yes. Yeah. Well, good on them because it worked. Um, it held up for the most part. It's better than 90% of current hazies available fresh. You know, Damn. if you're around, go get it. Boulder Tap, Mankato. And that's still there as of today. That was a week ago. It's Thursday night right so now. The, okay. the nose on this definitely reminds me of Spiritfall. Like, not in a similar smell, but the fact that the smell is so good that I could sit here oh, and just smell it, yes. and it's like, oh, my God, that smells so good. This is what this, pisses me off. The nose on this smells creamy, if you believe that. Yeah. I, no, I, can, I, I mean, I to our listeners. Here, here's the one problem I have with this beer, and I haven't even taken a sip yet. Missing out. What do you think of the color? Um, what's the matter with the color? You ever grow up, or did you ever have any interaction on a dairy farm? Uh, no. No. Okay. We have. No I wouldn't issues. expect you to, but I was thought maybe Adam would. We were. Are you familiar with mastitis? 
Yes, because my dad had stockos, and I have stockos. Okay, yeah. So have you ever had to like milk a mastitis cow? Ah, uh, yes. And does the color remind you of anything? <laughs> you oh, took God. a long time to get there. Damn. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Corey. Yeah, it took a long time. I to thought that as soon as up. I saw the picture of it uh, online. I mean, I'm still gonna drink it. Pour, pour it in mine. Pour it in mine. No, 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 no. It's too <laughs> goddamn good, and it smells good. So Corey just a- reminded me a childhood memory of yes. So this is what yes. pisses me off. Damn, right? that is good. I take a sip. It goes down. It doesn't change its flavor profile. It is smooth, just like a malt shop milkshake. Right. And yeah. Then I pick pick up the can. Seven percent alcohol. Why? Why can't it be four and a half right? or five? Well, this is oh, so God. good. If this was four and a half five beer. <laughs> like, Jesus. I literally took a drink of this probably thirty five seconds ago. And the flavor is still hanging around in my throat. Like, it is... Yes. It is so good. We need to get a button that we can all press, that we're all somehow linked in, that tells us that we're locked in on our scores. <laughs> These guys knocked it out of the park. So, I, I'll tell you guys this. So I, And I told you guys this if off If I see air, it, I'll so grab some this weekend. I should tell the listeners that... Uh, so, I stopped in at Top 10 Chanhassen, which... Has kind of become my go-to because it's it's the most the least out of my way liquor store that has a good selection of okay. of craft beers of of I shouldn't say of craft beers of local craft beers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was kind of perusing the the aisle, um, and the the employee asked me if I was looking for anything in particular, and I said no, just kind of looking for something that jumps out at me that you know piques my interest. Um, when in reality I was there dreaming, hoping, long shot, knowing that it was a Wednesday that they would be, have some Drecker or Junkyard, oh, yeah, yes, but yes, I knew yes, that yes. that gets delivered on Fridays. Or Thursdays. And, uh, so he points this out to me, and this is the Malt Shop Milkshake IPA Blueberry Pineapple from Omni Brewing in Maple Grove, Minnesota. Uh, he pointed this out to me and said, uh, this is going to be the latest, greatest uh, beer that everyone's going to be chasing. This is going to put Omni in the category with Drecker and Junkyard. Or higher. Or higher. If uh, they keep on knocking it out of the park I, like this. Oof. Based on this, I regret only buying one four-pack. <clears throat> yeah. Yes, well, I would too. I would go home and shoot myself. <laughs> 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 Corey's not laughing. <laughs> now I know how you feel. That's a fucking great hey, line. Hey, yes, I would go. Let home me and before shoot we myself. before we go further into this before we go further into this beer. Let me talk about one thing. Yes. Let's 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 foray for foray into the twins. Yes. For just a slight moment. Skull twins. See you Saturday night. Game of Thrones night. That's right. Why don't you come and Corey? Uh, we talked last week off. about how the twins were so good. Yes. Yep. The twins. And I said, let's talk in another month. Yep. The twins yep. have the best record in baseball. Yes. The uh, pitching staff is awesome. They're yes. on pace for record number of home runs. And they're, Still struggling yes, they're knocking them. They're knocking they're them. They're on pace for like 106 wins. So. 
and at or Tim, this is no offense to you because you don't wear hats. But do you remember like a week ago, or I should say a month ago, you gave me that Springfield hat yes. that you had, the yes. one that was made in error? Yes. So I brought you a gift in return. Oh. So you can get on the bandwagon now <laughs> and uh, show your fandom from here on out as the Twins uh, work their way to winning the division. Fits perfect. And becoming a world champion. Wow, Twinsies. Yeah, we're twinsies. Check out the photo on the twinsies. gram. <laughs> at Pilsner Podcast on Instagram for that photo. So I, I, I've been... I've he been just think- gave him a hat, by the way, for yeah. the audio listeners. I, I gave, <laughs> gave, Adam, gave Adam a twins hat. Um, I, I went through my... I've been looking through my closet for... Yeah, it's a little... Do you want a Garth Brooks World Tour 2014 hat? Because Megan has one in the closet collecting dust. I, I'm good. <laughs> me too. I, I went through my collection of twins hats, and it's a plenty. Yes, and I thought I'm I'm gonna give Adam one of these twins hats in return for for the ti- Springfield Tigers hat, and I thought this would be a good way for him to demonstrate his fandom because he's been on board since day one. <laughs> and uh, but any- we're gonna talk in another month, and they're gonna be going through a slump, and then you're gonna gift him a Yankees hat. <laughs> nope. <laughs> But we're going to go through some ups and downs. I mean, it's a 162-game season. And I can guarantee you, guarantee you, when they go through that slump, people are going to be jumping off the fucking ship saying, this team sucks ass. For sure. it's a hundred and how long is the season again? 162 games. 162 games. There's going to be ups and downs. They are literally the hottest team in baseball right now. And I I say that with no exaggeration. (laughs) Winning percentage-wise, they are the best team in baseball right now. Mm -hmm. Right now. But you can go on social media. You can watch the news, anything, and you're going to find people that are saying, yeah, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but. You know, oh, they're they're always going to find the negative because these Minnesota sports fans are tuned to – Look for the negative at every turn. Well, we we will Except fail. Except for the Lynx so fans, don't, don't prepare. People are saying, people are saying, well, yes. yeah. Except for the now, Lynx we don't fans. have Joe Maurer. That's why they're doing so good. Or uh, oh, they're not selling any tickets. Or you know, they're yes. They just need to something to bitch about. I want it on right. record. What was it about? We had uh, something with our balls or something like that. They were loaded or something. Well, and I haven't we were heard complaining that. about that. I haven't heard that. I wanted uh, it, was, it was it was it was uh yeah. sorry go ahead uh it was just a a, a, a little uh, somebody on social media blurb happen, of, yeah. of we just like to complain yeah well for it sure doesn't, it doesn't matter it's just like we're gonna complain I'm like how can you complain about the t- twins when they've the twins could win the World Series World Series and someone will complain about the parade route. Yes, true. <laughs> you know, but it's like I look at them like they're champions. They're world champions. I don't complain about them. I just, I, I'm real about the twins. Other than the Lynx, they're they're you can't the only complain about them. Pro sports franchise that has ever won a world title in the state. Yes. With, oh, I guess you could go back to the. I think the Minneapolis Lakers back in like 1932. They don't count. Did the North Stars? No, because that was back when Sid Hartman was like 20. Right. <laughs> 200 years ago, Sid Hartman was the ball boy. Just die already! I got you on my list. We gotta go off of that. Sid Hartman was the ball boy back then. <laughs> we gotta um, keep on using that. That's right. I'm we going. started it. We started this. That's right. Sid Hartman, ball boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. 
Sid Hartman reminds me of the SNL sketch where uh, Bill Hader is the old man, almost dead reporter, and they always cut to him. It's like, now going live on the scene, and he just shoves a microphone in somebody's face. Just... Uh, right boom, just in your face and they're like visual jokes are never good on a <laughs> podcast but do you want to see my Sid Hartman impersonation yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's that picture it's the picture that we all know he's right. just hunched over just like hunched over and looks like he should be it looks like they're weekend and burning him <laughs> yes. everywhere he goes these days I hope he's at the game Saturday night when I'm there. I should swing by the press area. It would be like, hey. Just hang out by the door for What would minute. it take for the Pilsner podcast to get press passes to the Twins? Oh, fuck. We need to talk a lot more Twins, that's for sure. Be a lot more insightful. We need to get Andy back then because I'm boring you two already. No, you're not. I'm actually I'm going to a Twins game Saturday night. <laughs> so you'll talk I, about it this week? Um, I Go ahead. No, I just I want it on record that... Uh, I'm not a bandwagon fan. I needed something to do that didn't involve drinking. <laughs> so why not, why not a three and a half hour baseball game? Where you go drink? Well, we won't because we have so many like cheaper options, yeah. and we're like we're gonna be so used to cheap drinks throughout the day that we're gonna see the beer prices and be like, okay, yeah, let's Jesus get Christ. one. Okay, let's but get this is, one. This is what and, I I actually got into a Facebook conversation i'm not going to call it an argument a conversation with, with, i got into a conversation with the good old tony iverson this morning ah. because tony is is the typical tony long time um <laughs> yeah no shit as great I, like i actually said uh you know twins are doing so good what are you gonna you know you have to find something to complain about so what is it going to be this week is it the weather no bat or the no roof or the fact that they use wooden bats you know i mean what do you want to complain about um, so he complained about the fact that attendance is down and they have the highest concession prices but in Major League Baseball. How could it be down? It's always, it's May. People it's, are, kids are in yes. school. It's not the summertime. Exactly. Yes. That's what I pointed out to him. Like by but July. People are saying that. I'm hearing other people say that too, though. He's right. echoing something that he heard. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. And, and attendance is down. But when you have a, the team last year, I think was such a disappointment that, the the reduction in tickets sold this year is like in line with the amount of season tickets they sold. So the average Joe is still buying their tickets and going to games. They lost a shit ton of season ticket holders after last year. And that's what they need to rope in. And that's what you need. Well, I mean, after these last couple of years of the twin seasons, if, if you're... It's if time you're, to sell the team. Well, I mean, if you're a season ticket holder, you're like... Fucking really? It's time. I mean, for, seriously, we went, they're, Glenn they're, Taylor by the by the team, or is Wilfs by the team? Please. <laughs> but we I went mean, through a deck. Someone, go someone can go. Someone can. You can only take so much, right? You know, and when you're a season ticket holder and you're still a Twins fan, and you're just like, fuck that, Corey. You and Andy are diehard Twins fans. So no we went, doubt. I mean, um, we went through the. I mean, I went through the '90s where they were. Uh, yes. You know, 91, they won the World Series, but pretty much the rest of the 90s, they were awful. I think 
92, they were like a second place team. But yes. You get and into the, like 95, 96, 97, yeah, 98. They, they does this were feel awful. like the 91 season? And then, and then uh, they got uh, Brad Radke, and then it kind of went took off from and there. Tory Hunter I mean, joined had, up at the yes. early 2000s. The early yes. 2000s. You had that minor league, the development yes, that came up. Right. You had that, that. the Kadire, the Hunters, the Knobloks, yep. you know. Yes. Or Knobloks was prior to that, but you know what I mean? Yep. Um. The the Yankee Chuck Knobloch. Yeah, that he was a correct. twin. Yep, he's a twin for. I know, I know. How many years though? I'm just. He I'm was just... way before that 2000 era. I don't know why that name even came to me, but he three made... four years. Was he a twin? Oh God, no. He Who was on the twins. For... He was longer. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then he was hated. Yeah, dude, that, that first game t- back, that first game <laughs> back when he came to the Twins, yes. like, stadium, like, it was at the Metrodome, they were, like, throwing quarters and shit at him. <laughs> okay, yeah, so he played for the Twins in 90, he was on the 91 World Series team. What? He yeah. was? I don't remember him. Yeah. Why don't I remember him? I mean, he retired in 2002. Holy fuck. Why do I know so much about why Chuck, is my, Chuck Knobloch? Why is my memory he's so 50, shitty? He's 50 years old. Oh Chuck my Knobloch God. is 50. Let's get him on the show. He's 50. He's got uh, nothing going on. But play, for, my, play for the Twins from 91 to 97. Played for the Yankees from 98 to 2001. And played one season with the Royals. <laughs> Nobody okay. gave a shit about Ka- when he went to Kansas City. <laughs> yeah. That was before they were good. <laughs> it was yeah. like, we don't care. Go They're play not good Kansas now. City. They were good for one year. It was a fluke. Yes. Um, but, yeah, so the Twins had the influx of minor league talent that came up in 90 or in 2002. And then that led into the Morneau and Maurer. And yes. Yep. Uh, Jason Kubel, Michael Kadire, Nick Punto, Lou Ford. And then after <laughs> that, then I kind of lost a little like interest. Bitch. I mean, we went from 2002 to 2009 consistently make, not every single year, but you could say consistently making the playoffs, winning the division, winning the wild card. You know, the, it was the odds were a pretty good year for the. We teams. were on repeat of getting in, getting into the playoffs and losing and losing Yankees. to the Yankees. They lost to the A's once, but yeah, otherwise losing <laughs> to the Yankees. Was that the Moneyball year? Yes, that is correct. Yeah, um, saw that movie. And then we, and then since then we've had uh, from 2010, with the exception of two years ago when they they made the wild card, they you know have essentially for ten years for the 2010s been. Pretty garbage team. I mean, How excited are you to be in 2020 so we can start calling it the 20s, the 30s? As opposed to the aughts and the N- teens? T- 2000 teens. Right? <laughs> Fuck, I'm, I'm sick of that. I'm pumped for the 20s. So we know what we are. Let's right. go into, let's let's bring Prohibition back just for the hell of it. Let's see who gr- survives. Let's have a great depression. <laughs> let's see who survives the breweries. Let's, let's have a great war. Um, yeah. But... Now, I mean, now we're actually to the point where it's the it's the team that we've been waiting to see for the last few years. I think two years ago when they won the one when they made the wild card, that was an anomaly. But then I also think last year was an anomaly. We're seeing steady growth, and so now we're seeing the beginning of a team that's going to be consistently good for a few years. Um, you think so? I think so. I think so. I think we've got the right. It'd be fun to be there for the first year. I think we got the right front office in place. I think we've got a great manager that is 
more accepting of the modern way of looking at yeah. baseball, which includes more sabermetrics, yep. including more um, a more analytical approach to improving the way the players go at their game. You know, something as, as, as minor as uh, changing the arm angle on the delivery between a fastball and a curveball mm-hmm. or a changeup. Uh, for instance, uh, Kurt Gibson went out last night and threw a great game, had 11 strikeouts, and the one thing that changed that he's developed from previous starts is that the – you guys are bored out of your minds already. No, I'm not. Yeah, well, okay, here's the thing. Baseball is a numbers game, Yep. but here are the real good numbers. 297,000 hot dogs sold. Over yeah. a weekend. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I'm going off. I'm going to make this statement. I, I know I'm going to be hard on the Twins, and I'm going to be like, like what I said, you know, let's talk in another month. Yep. But I'm calling they're going to win the World Series this year. Holy fuck, Adam. You know why? I've actually it's, in the, it's it's in the numbers. Last the last week, time I no, said I wasn't I, I ready need, for that. I need to explain myself. I'm listening. This is all a numbers thing. You got to look at the numbers. Last time they won the World Series, ninety one. What year is it? Nineteen. Reversed. Okay, right there. I don't, numbers. I don't buy anything into that. <laughs> That's some... You guys were thinking something else, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> but I will For say... For sure, numbers are week, A week You're ago... You're like, oh, I buy a lottery ticket because I felt lucky. <laughs> I felt it. I just but felt it. But it's all in the numbers. But a week ago, Shut we up. talked about this, and I said I wasn't quite ready to start saying they were a world championship caliber team. I'm starting to believe a week, just a week later, yes, that this is a team that could definitely be in the runnings for a world championship team. This is not just that we're going to win the division and lose out. This is a team that is going to be come here that is going to have a legitimate chance to make a deep run in the playoffs or even win the World Series. I I, I just hope that hashtag it's happening with with, uh, with our changes from the last couple of years to this year. I just hope we we shake that playoff thing, you know, <clears throat> get that vibe out. Like, if we end up playing the Yankees in the fucking Yankees playoffs. Gonna make, Yankees aren't going to make the playoffs this year. You never know. It's 162 games. I agree. Uh, if we get to the playoffs, we can beat someone in the playoffs. That's what I want to see the Twins shake. So this is what I'll say, is that this year's Twins team – is definitely winning the games they should be winning, which we haven't seen. For sure. That. We haven't yes. seen that in the past. We'd see them go to Baltimore and lose two out of three to a team that they should be winning two out of three. Mm-hmm. And they're going to Baltimore and they're sweeping. They're going to Toronto and sweeping. Those aren't high-caliber teams this year, but at least they're winning those games they should be winning. And what they're also doing is, yeah, they go to Houston and they lose two out of three, but then when Houston comes to target field, the Twins win three out of four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go to Yankee Stadium and they lose two out of three. When the Yankees come to Minneapolis, do the Twins win two out of three to that? But, I mean, the Yankees... Historically? (laughs) 
historically, I mean, I I have a hard time with the whole. I mean, I can look at the facts and say, yeah, the Twins have had a hard time against the Yankees over the last 15 years. Yes. The logical side of me looks at it and says, that team in 2005 that was losing to the Yankees and this team in 2019, the only thing they have in common is the name on their jerseys. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's not like it's the same players going against the same players and saying, fuck, we can't just beat them. It's just names on jerseys versus names on jerseys at this point. So I have a hard time <clears throat> with that whole the Twins can't beat the Yankees approach, mm-hmm. even though the, the numbers have shown it. I would like to think, or I do believe, that if that Yankees team came to target field and it was a straight up in the playoffs where we're starting our best pitcher and not they're not catching the back end of our rotation like they did on this trip out to New York mm. and we're playing oh god Megan's here to shut us down <laughs> and, we're, and, and we're playing hey. a seven game series and four of them games are are I don't even care who's got home field advantage, but you're playing a seven-game series, yes. and it's split between New York and Minnesota. I would have confidence Sorry. in Minnesota winning that series. Uh, as a, as they're playing right now, yes. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yes. But I, I just, they just had that aura around them once they got into postseason in pa- in the years past, yeah. and yeah. I hope they they shake that if if they get into it. I mean, this is such a long season and we're talking in the early part of the season. Right. I mean, we'll, yeah, we'll we see can what talk happens. all we want. We're mid-May. Let, let's, we're let's, 25% let's, of the way into the season. Let's talk in July. And they're, but they're you know, all, at this point, they're on pace for 105-106 wins. Right. Best team in baseball. World Series champs. You heard it here first. Yes. Second, you, Adam said it first. The only thing that bums me out is that they're going to be on a All double. All because of the numbers. They're playing the second of a doubleheader when I see them on Saturday, so they'll probably be yes. all tired out and they're going to lose. Well, you're probably looking uh, at you. But Detroit's going to be tired too, I guess. I don't know. Okay. House, and it's all going to depend upon how they – I mean, you're not going to see the same nine starters in both games. Yep, of course. So it's all going to depend upon are you going to see – are they going to try and do two? Are they going to rest like one or two guys in each game, or are they going to go completely B squad on it in the first game or second uh, in one game or the other? Right. And then you hope that you. So, I'll use this as an example. Uh, in two thousand and fifteen, I think was the the season where they were coming down on the final stretch, and they had a chance to make the playoffs. Okay. Yes. Um, and it was, and I was, or we were like three games away or four or five games away from the last game of the season. And it was literally looking like it was going to come down to that final game. I think it was 16. Is that what it was? I was in, I just remember that I was in Arizona maybe when I bought the tickets, maybe it was 2016. Either way, I ended up going out and buying four tickets to the final game of the season, like with like a week left. Yep. Thinking that, hey, it might come down to that game. Let's let's buy the tickets and let's go. Well, I think the second to last game of the season they were officially eliminated from the playoffs. So I had four tickets to the last game of the season, 
we took the kids up to play up to the game and literally it was like the triple a team like joe mauer didn't play uh tory yeah. hunter yes it it was tory hunter's last pro game oh because they did have tory kind of did a you know Oh, yeah, didn't he come back? Standing ovation yeah. for Tory Hunter sort of thing. But f- for the <laughs> most part, the game was literally the B squad. And so it was kind of like, well, you know. What year was that when Tory What year was that? It was either two- – I want to say it was 2016. All right, so here's my strategy for this weekend, if anybody's wondering. Tim's board. No, it's it's twins-worthy. Um, so the <laughs> forecast calls for rain late. Okay, where are your seats? Uh, third deck. You're fucked. So, <laughs> what I was thinking was, 2015 was Hunter's last season, so that's it, when I was. If okay. it does rain, we were, we were a couple years off. I said 2015 to start, and then you tried to change me to 2016. Go on, Tim. You just said 13, 15. Yeah, oh, sorry. 15. Go on, okay. Tim. Okay. I side with totes on this one. Yeah. Um, I I agree with you. Sorry. If if it does rain. I'm thinking one or two 80% innings watched. Chance. Yeah, then one or two innings watched, and then one. Or your, and then I'm thinking we dip. We call Acme and say, "You guys got tickets for the late show yet?" Oh, do it. Yeah, I don't want to sit through a rainy baseball game. Yes, that would be brutal. Yes, you didn't get tickets already to Acme. No, and it's all the, you can call in. Who's in, the late show? The late show, Brian Miller. It's not Louis C.K. He's the early show on Saturday. Louis C.K. is not there. Saturday. He's got a quite a run though. This yeah, he's up till Friday. Where they're Saturday. Okay. I gotcha. So Brian Miller tickets should be obtainable at that point, even late. You just call and reserve your tickets. Don't do that. Knock it off. This shit's cheap. It's gonna break. <laughs> it's cheap. You're making our podcast B rated. <laughs> no, we we have a D rated podcast. It's just our equipment is F rated. These are the cheapest mic stands you can get. They break very easily. I like my mic stand, especially when I position I d- it like this. I usually so don't I can touch look at it. You guys, without trying to look around the. I usually don't touch mine. I'm like very careful with mine. I never touch it. And Corey's all over, over there, like grabbing it, like fucking well, Steven sure. Tyler, like yeah, singing. He's, he's got fucking <laughs> scarves on his. Yes, he's like, they're jealous of my like, scarves. Loving an elevator. The twins are gonna win the World Series. <laughs> and then I'm like in the air. I like ease up to my mic, you know, scared to, like, touch it. And, yeah, it makes you know. me, it's just fucking use your microphone voice. Hump the mic. Hump the mic. That's I like do. to move my microphone around because then I can look at you and I can look at Tim and I yes. can on that note, there's an easy way on that, Corey, just move your eyes. Guys, we've gone long <laughs> over our normal show. Let's oh. do the business. All right. And then call it a show. All right. Mm, this beer, fucking awesome. I'll make love to, to this beer. Read. <laughs> to the can read. Sorry. Welcome to the malt shop. Our foray into milkshake IPAs, always loaded with fruit, vanilla beans, milk, sugar, and hops. Stay tuned for more varieties from the malt shop. So this sounds like this is the beginning of great Series. things. From Omni Brewing in <laughs> Maple Grove, Minnesota. I think I already said that. This is the Blueberry Pineapple Milkshake. I rank it. A 4.5, and I think that it's so good that even my wife, who isn't normally a fan of beers like this, she took it from me. Notice how I don't have it in front of me. I don't have the, the sheet. Nice. How do I grade it? Oh. Hi, Megan. <laughs> Megan's drunk. 
<laughs> Tim and I both point to it. <laughs> it's right there. I rank it a 4.5. Corey? So I'd kind of made myself a rule that a beer to me to rank it above a four was going to have to be exceptional. That being said, I am going to rate this beer a four point eight five. Yeah, I oh, fucking you were doing right. That. That's what I figured you were. Doing. I love this beer. This is God. I love this beer. This is this uh, might be a top. This is a top five beer all time for me. Possibly same. This is so good. Have same. you had double raspberry roselle from Fair State? That's one of the all-timers for me, but I've only had it at the top row. <laughs> I've had a uh, double raspberry rose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This is better. Okay. I've never rated a beer higher than a 4.75. Yes, you have. I have? <laughs> what beer was that? Oh, I got it in the book. <laughs> Bullshit. I, we do. Yes, yes, you did. Uh, just what do you rank this? A 4.75, because I thought I'd never rated anything above 4.75, Tim. Last week, Natterday, you rated it like an 11. But, um, <laughs> that not, was a fucking non-bit bit. mode. Non-bit mode, I think, seriously, you ranked. Um, I mean, in all seriousness, if I can. This is a fucking awesome beer. I might I might rate this better than Spirit Fowl. No. Uh, You're talking pish pot. I man. agree. No, you guys are. It's an awesome milkshake. It's good. It's hey, not... my dangerous man milkshake, the the peach pineapple. That was my like greatest fucking milkshake that I've ever had. This is this this oh, beats it. This is so good. Yes. Yeah, you ranked uh, Nebula Double Dry Hop four point seven five. Yep. And um, I love that beer. Ooh. Yeah, Adam, you also. Damn, I love that beer. That was the episode you ranked. Um, Natural Lights Natter Days, a 10. <laughs> okay, so I busted the scale once in I'm bit mode. Kidding. I'm just kidding. I just started keeping these on hand from 79. And thank you. That's. I think that's a good idea for yes. quick reference. Yes. yes. And I love the picture on the back. Yes, we all no, like on the, the picture, on, picture on the back and then on the front. Hopefully, I get to see it's that great. dude on. I hope, he doesn't, I hope he follows through and we get to see that dude. And but we this, can interview him on... Saturday. <laughs> yeah. This beer is I love it. Absolutely phenomenal. I but I can't hit rate any other beer except in bit mode. It's a four point seven five. Yeah, I there's had the never gonna be one. a five beer for me. Just no. as a joke. It will I feel be. like you brought something from Wisconsin that you said was higher than a four point no. seven five though. Oh. No. Okay. I believe you. I believe I've, you. I've, I'm I've sure you have that. that internal code of yourself yep. that you're What doing. did I give this? A four point eight five? Yes. Switch it to a four point nine. Ooh. Jesus Christ. Okay, that's that's because it does change. Um, you know what? I'm gonna break my rule. It's a four point nine, just like Corey. I, I'm on this. I'm on this. This is beer. so so it's so, so creamy. Yeah. And and the and the what really tops it off the nose. Yep. The nose even like smells creamy. The fact creamy. that the creaminess helps the the aftertaste stick with but you for a while. How many how many milkshakes per can? How many sh- milkshakes have we had where the nose even smelled creamy? Yeah, hardly like maybe the double shook vanilla. I love the fact right. that it looks like mastitis. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not go there again. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, do you know what mastitis milk is? Clearly by that. So, anyways, uh, we're going to leave it on that. Uh, Guys, make sure to rank us and leave us a review on the iTunes store. Please uh, 
Give us a five. We'll give you an extra show every 50 rankings that we get. We're up to 37 or 38. We had a couple today. Yeah, please get on it. Thank you, guys, and we'll see you next week.